listeners. Welcome to our first official episode of History of Medicine, Fact or Fiction. I'm your host, Laura Rogers. Unfortunately, my co-host, Chance Rogers, will not join us this week, so I will be flying solo. Fingers crossed I survive it, but he will be joining us next week. We're really excited to start this podcast, and I hope we can provide our listeners with interesting and informative information. When deciding how we wanted to start the podcast out, Chance thought it would be good to start by giving you a glimpse into our lives and allowing you to get to know us a little. We're going to look in our chosen profession, or in my instance, the profession that chose me, and give a bit of insight as to how it all started. And since I'm on my own this week, I guess I will start in my career. So I'm a registered nurse. Um, I've been working, um, this is my 26th year in the field. Um, and as I said, I kind of think this is a profession that chose me. I had originally wanted to go into like psychology and I don't know, um, child services, things like that. And my sister said, nope, definitely not. How about nursing? And I thought, well, I can do that. And for me, it has been the best thing I've done. So I, um, have during those 26 years I pretty much worked in different areas um, although I've only worked for three hospitals I started out on a med surge unit that was mostly surgical trauma patients um, I really liked the dressing changes and things like that um, then I wanted to work in pediatrics so I left there and worked about six years in pediatrics um, which of course I loved and while I was there, I did get some experience in neonatal intensive care unit. So after I left there, I wasn't really sure what kind of nurse I wanted to be when I grow up. So I worked for an, a nursing agency and worked as per diem, which means I didn't have a contract in any one particular area. I just, if they needed a nurse, my agency would send me to kind of fill in. Um, I did some pediatrics and um, I did ER and med surge and NICU and I even did newborn nursery so I was there like pretty regular for about two years and I really liked the hospital so I decided to sign on and got my first job in intensive care unit um right now I'm more in an administrative position so if Somebody asked me if I had a favorite position. I really don't think that I could choose because each one of my jobs has given me a diverse set of skills that I've carried me throughout my career. Okay, so how did medicine or nursing, I mean, um, how did that get started? So most people, if you ask them, they would associate nursing with Florence Nightingale, and that would be accurate um, with the development of nursing as a career. She was pivotal Sorry about that. She was pivotal um, to the changes in the profession and education of nurses. But actually, nursing has been around as a profession for centuries. So the earliest known documentation of the use of, quote, nurses was 300 A.D. It was during the Roman Empire, and leaders set out to have a hospital built in each town that was under their ruling. Nurses... Um, were needed to help provide medical care working alongside the physicians. Um, as the Roman Empire became the Byzantine Empire, I know I probably didn't pronounce that right, but um, they wanted to build um, 
two hospitals. So they, they built two fully developed hospitals in the capital city of Constantinople. In these hospitals, they house both male and female nurses. All right, so we're going to try this word. They were known as hypogoi. <laughs> I know that's not right. Um, but their main duties were psychological support of patients, everyday care, bodily needs, comfort, giving medications. Um, was directed by the physicians and assisting the physicians in procedures like uh, bloodletting. Um, really not a whole lot different than what nurses do today other than the bloodletting. Um, you know, unless you don't get a good vein and you let the patient bleed out, but just kidding. Um, these nurses really did help push forward nursing on a more global scale. So there were actually what they call four um, periods considered in the development of nurses. So this area that I spoke about, that was called the intuitive, primitive, instinctive period. Because this, during this time, the nurses did not have proper education. There was no schooling for it. Um, There's no knowledge of medicine. It was just said that they relied on instincts and beliefs when dealing with the body and illness. This period was during the time of, say, the Roman Empire to around 6th century. Uh, it's important to note that during this time, um, nursing became much more um, popular in Europe during the Middle Ages due primarily to the use of nurses within the Catholic churches. Um, this period from around 6th century to the 18th century was known as the Apprentice Period. With the need for medical care by the Catholic Church, the first hospital was developed in Spain in late 500 A.D., it was then that some semi-formal training took place as they would take um, new pe uh, people that wanted to become nurses and would put them with older nurses, more experienced nurses, um, and they, the new ones would work as apprentice, um, learning how to provide nursing care. And throughout the 10th and 11th centuries, the nursing profession expanded and hospitals began to be included as part of monasteries and churches with nurses working under the supervision of the nuns and monks. During that time, nurses provided an array of medical services, some even beyond what we call traditional health care, um, especially for that era. And I'm sure maybe somewhere down the road, we'll, we'll talk about some of those um, health care treatments and traditions that were used back then, but um, it was this time that nurses were responsible for a wide range of duties that nurses are still responsible for today. Okay, around 18th and 19th centuries, that was when the roots of modern medicine, roots of modern nursing, I should say, began forming in North America and Britain. It was then that uh, nursing developed into different branches, which was the beginning of nursing specialty. Nowadays, you will have um, nurses that work in um, med surge, um, OR, ER, um, ICU, pediatrics. Um, there are many specialties in nursing nowadays, um, but back then there were just a few. So early nursing really began in the home back in that era. Um, folks were tending to their sick family members, and during this time, nursing as a profession was not seen as a respectable career for, quote, well-bred ladies. 
Um, those interested in becoming a nurse receive their education from hospitals where they often work long hours performing tedious tasks such as cleaning and sterilizing equipment, I'm sure rinsing out many a bedpan. Um, as the field of nursing continued to grow, hospitals, um, they began to improve their quality of standards and they actually would evolved into a place where it was suitable for childbirth and actual adequate care for the citizens. Um, up until probably maybe 70s or so, um, not sure, maybe into the 80s, there were still things called a diploma program, and nurses would still get their training with a hospital. Um, I've heard some stories from women that they, when they got their diploma degree, um, they actually lived in the hospitals, and they were not allowed to date or anything like that, so, and they were the white hats and who knows, dresses and the crazy white shoes, but um, okay, so during the Crimean War, um, October of 1854 to be exact, um, there was an upper-class British woman by the name of Florence Nightingale. She led a group of female nurses to the front lines of the war and providing medical care to the British soldiers. There was really poor hygiene back in those days. Um, most of the injuries led to infection, which became fatal for a majority of the soldiers. These group of nurses, they attempted to tr treat the infection um, of in the injuries that patients were just riddled with. Um, they provide suturing of wounds, sometimes even amputation of limbs if a physician was not there to do it. Um, and no charting like we would have to be doing a million times today. So after that period, Florence Nightingale, she campaigned for improved hygiene standards in hospitals. Um, the, the hospitals that tended to the wounded soldiers mainly. Um, and once they passed a bunch of those um, uh, more sterile um, areas, um, the number of deaths due to infections reduced drastically during that time. Uh, move forward to a few years to 1860. The nursing profession was pushed forward um, with the opening of the first nursing school in London um, that was opened by Florence Nightingale. So even though nursing as a career has been around for centuries, it wasn't until that time that proper education and training began. So this period was known as the educative period. In 1873, three schools of nursing inspired by the work of Nightingale opened up in the U.S. So although women physicians in Philadelphia, New York, and Boston had already established training schools for nurses in the 1860s, um, these new three hospitals um, were the first schools based on Nightingale's theories. Um, it was... Um, the New York Training School at Bellevue Hospital in New York City, Connecticut Training School at the State Hospital in New Haven, and the Boston Training School at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. Um, these were the first hospitals that, like I said, based on the principles specified by Florence Nightingale that include an endowment ensuring the independence of the training school, 
a superintendent of nurses reporting only to the head of the hospital. So they no longer follow the doctors around doing what the doctor said. They had a specified job that would communicate and then work with the, the students. Um, they had a very strong emphasis on sanitary knowledge, um, clearly defined lecture and ward time for students with an insistence on the importance of technical skills. Much of what is expected of nursing students today, you have your lectures um, and then you have your clinical time and depending on what school, you know, how much time, um, like licensed practical nurse, they only go to school for like about a year um, and, and they actually get a lot of clinical time um, and then you have an associate's degree that is about two years and um, they get a lot of um, bedside clinical time also. So um, with the 20th century, uh, specifically after World War One, the nursing education and curriculum we know today was established. This was considered the contemporary period. That was when the profession of nursing became more advanced with nursing education offered in universities as an actual degree program. Um, so there are you know, like I said, there's a nursing with associate's degree, um, further on to that, a four-year program, a nursing with a bachelor's degree, and then you go up to a master's degree in nursing. And a lot of those are more into your health administration. Um, and then there are nurse anesthetists. There's just, there's so many aspects of nursing um, and so much to learn on a daily Um like I said, I've been, this is my 26th year, and I am, I still learn something new every single day that I go to work, so, um, that's pretty much how nursing came about, um, next week, we will learn about Chance and his education, or how his career started, um, I think you're going to be really interested, because I think there's a lot of that that I did not know, um, about his job, so, I really hope you guys tune in next week with us and have a good week.